episode nine. Welcome back to Radically Loving Podcast. Wow, you guys. I, first of all, want to just express so much gratitude. I recently, um, before I dive into what this episode is about, I recently discovered, I got an email about how Radically Loving is um, in the 50 like top 50 in Belgium, which is so cool. And I mean, like, that's, it's just so wild. And I mean, it's just, yeah, I'm just a little mind blown and just, yeah, I'm just so grateful. All of you who are listening over there. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I just couldn't believe it when I saw that. And then for listenings, for downloads, we're over 200 downloads, you guys. So thank you. Thank you for the support. I truly, truly, you know, I do it to share. I so, so, I so just want to share people's stories with you guys. And I want to share my heart and my intention and what I truly came here to share in the world. So yeah, this is, yeah, this just lights me up so much and so thank you guys I want to thank you and thank you for listening right now as you are thank you thank you thank you hmm today's episode that you'll be hearing is a dear dear friend of mine and my husband's he is one of my husband's closest friends And we are just, yeah, he's such a genuine soul. So we are very lucky to call him a friend. He is also a fitness and mindset coach. And I'm really just honored to share his words with you guys because not only have we personally, you know, just seen his transformation and just been in awe and just, you know, it's it's really... It's really special when you see those around you just taking their life into their hands, their own hands, and deciding that life is just, it can be so much more than we let it be sometimes. And that goes beyond just letting things be like in the simple sense. But sometimes I feel like we get caught up in all the things that are happening to us right we get caught up and we have all these stories and we really do get to take it into our own hands and decide to change the story to decide to say this is happening for me how can I see and show up more fully who am I meant to be how can I fully be that person so this is truly what that episode is about And I wanted to, yeah, just share generally how crucial it is to overcome the darkness. And that is what I, that that is what I named the episode because this guy, this incredible human being that we're very, very lucky to have in our life and anyone who gets to meet him I am so excited for you and I can't wait to see all that he creates but overcoming darkness man what 
What a story that you are about to hear. Truly, truly someone who has gone through very dark times and has chosen to take that darkness and turn it around to decide that his life means so much more to him to decide that his life deserves to be lived it's truly remarkable and you'll hear it you get to hear the magic and you know I don't want to I want you guys to hear this episode and I want it to speak for itself like all of them But before we go into that, I wanted to share because <laughs> uh, he was not sure what his moon and rising sign were. So I looked up everything and his human design and we are clarifying his life path. So I was able to get all the information and I wanted to share it with you guys just so you guys have some even deeper understanding of Phil's soul. Phil Wickham is a Scorpio sun, which him and I discussed. He is a moon in Leo and a rising in Leo as well. So he has double Leo. So pretty wild because he's got double fire. And I I could have sworn he must have grounding energy somewhere because he definitely has that energy with him. And you would you would also feel this and you will feel this when listening to the episode. But yeah, Scorpio, Leo, Leo, for those listening. And he is a 13 over 4 life path. 13 4 life path. So with this, I was telling him, this is someone, when you have a life path in 13 over 4, this is a karmic number. And karmic numbers are not a bad thing. But really, it's truly a testament to the journey that you're meant to be on these obstacles or challenges that you're here to face to really overcome and to meet solid ground and truly he is an example of this overcoming and really moving through the darkness and moving through and taking leaps of faith and just full body allowing himself to go there and he on the other side of it finds that four energy so that's the power of a 13 over 4 number as much as there are challenges with this there's so much good that comes from it when we meet it on the other side and I I think that this podcast actually is really beautiful like how it actually is so perfectly aligned with that life path like you will hear the story you will hear the whole episode and it's just like a little timeline of this four, of this getting to this magical four energy, the stability, the foundation, the hardworking energy that lives within this four. Yeah, powerful, powerful. His human design is a two-four sacral manifesting generator. And... I don't know too much about the two, but I do know the four is um, the people pleaser um, and 
he definitely has that heart. My husband is a four six, so you know they're both just gentle, gentle souls, really here, and they are just so good with people. <laughs> and yeah, you'll feel his energy. Just such a people person. And yeah, it's it's not it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. There's just boundaries, <laughs> boundaries that are set so that we can gain the more positive version of that number, you know? And the sacral is, that is where his intuition is. Kind of that that gut instinct, that lower womb wisdom lives there. And manifesting generator. Um, that is also what my husband is. Um, so there is just so cool. I feel like I'm surrounded by manifesting generators. It's It's incredible. And yeah, that's just like a little, little information about Phil, just, just cause we didn't get that information, but I want you guys to so, so enjoy this episode. Mm. Truly, truly, truly. I want you to feel where maybe there are pieces of you within this story. Times where you have gone through hard times and can you feel yourself expanding from that space can you feel the times you have expanded from those spaces that's the magic and that's the magic we get to hold that's the frequency we get to hold And we get to choose that over and over and over again. So enjoy this, you guys. Enjoy Phil. Enjoy his words. Be inspired. Here you go, you guys. So much love. Enjoy. All right, guys, I am so excited for you guys to hear this guest. I have known this guy for a, quite some time now, I think at this point, it's been a few years and just been watching him transform his life um, over the years. And I'm just so excited for you guys to meet him, who he is today and who he is growing into being and yeah it's just exciting to watch his journey and i'm excited for you guys to meet him and know him through his journey as well this is phil phil thank you for being here hey yo uh, thank you so much for having me lauren i'm so excited to be on here i'm i'm honored and um i really appreciate you so yeah i'm looking forward to this i'm so happy you're here it's it's really nice to balance the masculine and feminine energies in my podcast as well. So I'm so happy to have you as the first male masculine energy on the podcast. It's very exciting and cool. 
to wow, balance. that is exciting. Very <laughs> let's, cool. let's balance out this podcast. And also for those listening, if you have any suggestions for people, uh, definitely of the male persuasion, um, <laughs> so we can balance the energies a little bit. I am gratefully open to any suggestions and we're excited to hear them as well. So to begin, Phil, how is your heart today? My heart, my heart feels open. It feels uh, very open. It feels like it's expanding more these days than ever. And, um, you know, as I kind of dive deeper into my own purpose, as I dive deeper into, you know, what I truly value in my life and moving forward into kind of moving forward on my journey, I feel my heart opening more and more to kind of the opportunities that uh, kind of present present themselves, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, today I just, I feel great today. So yeah, thanks for asking. Of course. That's amazing to hear. It's so good to see you in your light and to feel this expression beaming from you. So to begin after all this. <laughs> um, he just dealt with me <laughs> being back and forth um, from place to place. So after settling back into our bodies, um, and before we dive into what you're doing today, I just so want to honor and know more about who Phil was when he was younger, who is little Phil, and can we dive more into like your inner child? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So younger me, younger me. Um, I feel like I've always had just a certain passion for expansion of knowledge and expansion of just curiosity. Um, so, you know, for example, like when I was younger, um, you know, six or seven, I just remember, like, I was super interested in computers. Um, And, you know, I'm actually one of my jobs these days is a software engineer. And so I remember I would would take my dad's computers and just kind of be so interested in them, taking them apart, trying to figure out, um, you know, what was going on there and just things, you know, building Legos, like that kind of thing. I was just always very interested in creating and, you know, kind of working on different projects and ideas. And, um, and I think that kind of transformed over the years, um, whether that was in you know middle school, kind of making funny like YouTube videos with my buddies um, and, you know, just diving into music. Um, I've just always had kind of a passion for creativity. Um, kind of going back to my childhood, I just feel like um, with my childhood, it wasn't necessarily ideal. Um, you know, my dad actually passed away, as you know, when I was um, when I was nine years old, he had cancer. Um, and that kind of, you know, left, you know, my mom, she's, you know, she's been single ever since and, and my, uh, three siblings. Um, so it was, it was four of us and my mother and, um, you know, I was the oldest child. And so I kind of had to take on, um, a very serious role very early on. And because of that, I feel like, you know, when my dad passed around nine years old, um, my life became very different. It, it, you know, having that happen, I had to step into a whole new role and I had to figure out a lot of things kind of on my own. Um, and I'm still figuring things out and it's kind of hard to know, you know, when you 
when you lose a parent, it's hard to know exactly what you're missing out on um, in terms of kind of things that you might get from, you know, having both parents in your life. Um, and like I said, I'm still figuring it out, but I think that's really contributed even more to kind of my passion for growth and, and knowledge and even, you know, self-development. And, um, you know, I think certain things happen in our lives for, for, for a real reason. And, you know, while losing a parent is tough, um, just looking back on it, it's, it's a very, it's become a very key part of my life because, you know, my dad is still there, you know, with me, he's, he's, you know, he might not be here physically in this world, but, you know, from when he left me when I was nine, he's never truly left me, you know, um, he's, he is that, you know, fire that burns within me. And, um, you know, I think he really, he really contributes to the passion that I feel for life these days and kind of the passion I felt for life throughout my life growing up. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I won't say that, you know, as a child and growing up, I, I wasn't necessarily the happiest kid. Um, I, I dealt with a lot of depression throughout my life, throughout middle school, high school, some of college, you know, here and now, here and there um, these days too. And um, I didn't know what it was, you know? And so looking back at, at, you know, myself when I was 10, 11, 12, 13 and beyond, it's like, I didn't know what was going on inside of me. And I think it's been, you know, kind of a long journey and an ever going process of um, kind of learning more about myself and learning more about the self. And, you know, like, who are, you know, who are we as individuals? You know, we're all so unique, so different. Um, and we've all got these physical bodies, but it's like, and we've also got these, these beautiful minds that are always, you know, pulling from this, this vast universe of creative ideas and energy. And I think it's just so cool how uh, we all have different, different unique visions and purposes and, and values in our lives, but we're also all part of this, this, you know, ever encompassing, you know, field of, of just the human nature and, and, you know, just all part of this one, you know, one big, bigger picture. And so, that being said, going back to your original question, kind of went off on a little tangent. Yeah, minor child is it's it's grown, it's transformed, and um, you know, like I said, I'm still working on things. I'm still figuring out things within myself. You know, working on um, you know maybe you know, like I said, kind of going back to those maybe some of those holes that um, were created when I when my parent left me. Like um, I'm still working and still working to you know, not necessarily give in to the dark holes that may have been left, but more so learn more about those holes that might need to be filled and expanding day by day and just do my best. And so I think that kid, you know, that kid who, um, who lost his father when he's nine years old, uh, he's still alive inside of me, still very much driving me, but, um, you know, I like to think that since then I've, I've grown and I've learned so much about myself and about life. And the more I learn, the more I grow, the more I see that there is to learn and the more I see that there's to grow. It's a never ending process. Um, and I think, you know, when my dad left when I was younger, I think that um, I was kind of a defining time in my life where it's like, okay, this is happening. And looking back now, um, you know, I wouldn't change a thing. I think that 
I am here. And I know that, like I said, my dad is always there with me, um, with me throughout the way burning within me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Hope that really. answers your question. Yes, it does. Thank you for going there and also, yeah, sharing um, the heart and soul of your sweet inner child. Because um, I can only imagine um, what that must have been like as a little young child and um, a young being, a young soul, just even trying to navigate life in general. So I appreciate sharing your story. And yeah, that was actually, yeah, it's so true. He, he is so with you in this journey and it was absolutely meant to be probably one of your biggest teachers, probably if I feel into my heart and I, yeah, that basically covers, you know, maybe if you want to elaborate on more, if you feel called, but that probably is one of the bigger times in your life where you have felt disconnected from that version of yourself, that younger, like more like, you know, a little like mercurious, more, you know, experimental side at times. Um, are there other times in your life that you could point out, maybe pin, pin a point where maybe you weren't as connected to your inner child? Yeah. I mean, like you said, I feel like, you know, when that happened, you know, I was nine, um, kind of, like I said, I had to step into a whole new role. Um, you know, I, I feel like it was hard for me to kind of be a kid from then on to, to truly enjoy the fruits of life of being a younger, a younger human being, you know, in this open world of, you know, infinite new things going on. It was like, shit got serious, you know? Yeah. And then, um, you know, and shit got dark. Um, I've had to work through a lot of dark times in my life. And I think that, um, I think that for many years I was disconnected from that inner child. And I think that, um, I think that certain things like playing music, like guitars, you know, it's always been such a big part of my life. Um, I started right around that time when my dad passed when I was like 10 years old. And I think that has been one of my true connections to my inner child is just creating and playing music and getting to um, collaborate with other people like your awesome husband, Ben, um, one of my favorite people. Um, yeah, just I think I think that's why music is so, so integral to my life, because it allows me to connect to kind of that that deeper inner child within me where I just kind of let go let loose um yeah and and to expand on that like yeah there have been several times in my life where you know I feel like I've been totally disconnected to that that part within me where, where I've kind of been thrown off course thrown into the into the dark and um another example is um you know as you know when I was See, this was about five years ago now when I was 23. I was in my last year of college, um, about to graduate. Um, and actually, one of my younger siblings, Isabel, um, beautiful young girl, and she had been suffering um, from severe depression and an eating disorder, anorexia, uh, for, you know, for a couple of years at that point. And she actually took her life. And, um, I'll never forget, I'll never forget that time period. It, um, it was absolutely one of the darkest periods of time in my life because I felt like, you know, 
the world had just been turned around. The world had been turned over. It was like, again, you know, another death in my family, another, another huge change, another hit to the people I care about most, my siblings and my mom and, and my family and the people who, who love us and care about us. And so, you know, that sent me obviously, you know, into the deep end. So like, uh, I had to, I had to learn how to deal with that. You know, I had, I had to learn how to deal with not only my emotions, but the emotions of, you know, my loved one, my family and how to support them while making sure that I, you know, I support myself, um, you know, all the while, you know, finishing out my, my last year of college and, and, you know, all the things that people are thinking about in that time of their lives, you know, like, you know, get, you know, graduating, getting a job, you know, all, all the things that, you know, quote unquote, is a normal thing to do. And I think that, you know, for years, all I wanted was that all I wanted was to feel normal, you know, because my life had been, had felt so abnormal, um, just, you know, having to be kind of the man of the house, starting at a young age. And I think that I, w I was begging for normalcy. And, um, and it was hard when my sister left us, it was so hard. Um, kind of just like, like I said, with my dad, she's, she's always there with me. She's always there with us. And, um, yeah, she's, she, again, is, is just, she's the reason why, you know, day by day, I am looking to, to, you know, to take myself further, to take the people I love further, you know, along with me to, to just reach potential, to, to experience the fruits of life, experience the light, the fruits of, of finding more about you know, ourselves and, and digging deeper into our purpose and our potential. You know, she is the fire that lights me along with my father. And so, um, you know, while, while that time period, uh, when my sister left us was, was incredibly tough. Um, and I absolutely felt, you know, disconnected to a part of me that felt okay. You know, it just felt, <laughs> felt okay. You know, um, you know, these days it's, it's just like, she's there with me and she's, she's there like cheering us on and, and um, she's looking over me and, and my family and, and um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, it's, it's so, of course, like it is so traumatic to the ones on earth that when we experience these losses, it's, it's so traumatic for us, but it's actually like, how powerful is it that yes, their journeys were so short, but like that they were sent for us and for our growth, like to be that like impact, that moment that like changed something within us. And we can be the people that choose which, you know, which way we're going to go. Even if for a moment we fall into the darkness, we get to rise again. Right. And you're such a yeah. beautiful example of that, that rising and, you know, turning pain and hurt into power and strength and bringing them along on that journey with you. Cause that's exactly what they want. And that's exactly what they desire for you. So yeah, I'm Absolutely. just honoring you in that. Yeah. I appreciate that, Lauren. And kind of, kind of like you said, it's like, you know, all of that pain and, and, you know, the suffering that, that I may have felt as a result of, of, you know, them leaving, um, all that pain has contributed to, a greater, a greater, you know, version of me, a greater version of my life, a greater version of my family's lives. And, you know, their impact is, is huge. You know, 
just hearing others talk about the impact that they've had on, on their lives. Um, it's just that resilience that's cultivated through kind of the pain and suffering of, of going through things like that. It, it truly propels you forward to take on, you know, take on other tough moments in life. Cause you know, in life we're, we're going to be faced with challenges. We're going to be faced with, with tough moments, whether we like it or not. Um, and it's like, if you have, if you've kind of got that experience of dealing with those hard moments, like you're going to be able to tackle those, those greater adversities a little bit, a little bit more wisely. And um, you're going to be like, Hey, like this might hurt so bad. This might be a very dark time, but I have, I've dealt with some shit before and I know what it's like to be low, but I know that I can get myself out of it. Um, and I think that's, you know, that self-belief that comes with the resilience of overcoming a challenge, overcoming a true struggle, overcoming something that, you know, you wouldn't wish upon, you know, anyone, you know, having, having a family member die, having someone you love pass away, um, getting through something like that. And, you know, you don't always, you don't ever really get over it, but getting through it brings you strength. And um, I know I have cultivated immense amount of mental strength and inner growth, you know, from these events in my life. And um, I truly believe that these events and my beautiful sister, Isabel, and my, my dad, Giles, you know, like I said, they're here with me and, and they're, they're all part of it. They're all part of the greater journey. So. Yeah. And right now they're, they're sitting with us <laughs> in this conversation, just like pumping you up and we're doing it. <laughs> we're sharing well, also this powerful message and you're also just a beautiful example for those who are maybe even still in the darkness and who haven't seen the light yet and how like it, it is possible. Like we, we can, we can overcome, we can overcome. And again, like you said, not every day, it's going to be rainbows and butterflies, but can we meet the darkness? Can we meet that edge and then come back out of it? Right. It's, yeah. It's so important. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, can we meet that edge? I think that's, you know, that's the most important kind of first step in overcoming. So Yeah, thank you for sharing. Um Yeah, you shared a little bit about how you bring out your inner child today, like music, and do you have anything else that you enjoy doing these days that really like brings out the inner child in you that 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 like pure bliss that that joy that lives within you you know that sweet soul what else do you do to bring that out yeah well music like you said is huge um, I love you know creating and, and um, performing and, and, and collaborating with other people um, you know as you know like fitness is such a big part of my life it has been for years and um it's just like for me, like um, you know, personally, I love I love lifting weights. Um, that's my favorite form of of fitness. And for me, like I when I get in the gym, it's just like I love I love the feeling that I get when you know you're mid workout and you're kind of having to you know dig a little bit deeper and um and you know you've got like the music blasting in your ears and you're just like all right, like let's get it, let's have a good time, let's you know this might suck a little bit, but like let's push a little bit harder. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I mean, in terms of like inner child, like, uh, yeah, I, I have a great time in the gym. A lot of people don't like lifting weights. Um, and look, like, I don't like it every time I'm in there, but it's like, it's one of my favorite things to do. 
um, just, you know, just kind of pushing myself, seeing that growth uh, physically, you know, it's also a great, great uh, tool for mental growth, just lifting weights and, and improving yourself in the gym. Uh, we can get more into that if you want, but like, um, yeah, I enjoy the gym. Like it's, it's fun. Like I, you know, me and my roommate, uh, Yusuf, like, we'll just, we'll just get in there, goof around, have a good time. But all the while, like we're, we're serious, we're getting after it. And so, um, you know, I think, I think taking, you know, things like exercising that might not be the most fun and just making them fun by like bringing a good friend on and just joking around, having a laugh while you're, you know, while you're just getting, getting sweaty, just getting after it. It's, it's a great time. Um, so yeah. Yes. That's amazing. And it actually is a perfect segue into what you're doing today, what you love to do, what you are bringing to the world, what you are sharing and yeah. What, what is this? Yes. Yes. So, um, basically you know, over the past couple months, the past few months, um, actually since I moved to Austin, Texas, uh, about six, seven months ago, um, well, first of all, like I really got called, you know, I felt very called, you know, it's almost as soon as I got to Austin, um, about a week in, I was like, I want to take my fitness a little bit further. Um, and I never really truly considered it, but I wanted to compete in a bodybuilding show. Um, and I, I mean, that whole idea in general to me, was just like scary. Like, uh, at first I was like going back and forth on it. I was like, shit, like, I don't know about this. Um, you know, like, honestly, I was like, what, like, what are people going to think? Are they going to be like, what the hell is he doing? You know, like, like, who's this guy think he is? But I was like, no, like, screw that. I want to do this. And so started, started looking for coaches found my man, Tyler Fluitt, amazing guy. Um, and it's been working with him ever since. And, um, I competed in my first bodybuilding show a few weeks after that and, um, incredible experience. And it just like, it just like lit this fire within me even more so than I felt like, um, you know, kind of moving to Austin. And I was just like, all right, like what's next? Like I, I felt, you know, I felt like when I did that, I was like on a whole different level of just not caring what, what others think, you know, because there I was kind of like hesitant to do this kind of thing, to put myself out there. I mean, you're standing on stage, like, you know, with almost no clothes on, you're just like putting, you know, putting a big old smile on, like in front of all these people and with, with the, the judges looking at you, it's, it's almost like comical. It's, it's kind of like, uh, like, it's like a beauty pageant, almost men's physique. Um, but, but the joy of doing that and the, almost a resiliency you have to do to kind of, you know, put yourself the whole prep for that and getting through it all, you know, it had me on a whole different level in terms of, uh, in terms of my mentality, my mindset. I was just like, okay, what's next? I know there's more, more that's possible. I know I have more potential and I know that, um, there's more to give. And so with those ideas in mind, um, you know, I was kind of thinking like, how can I most impact people, through fitness and just kind of continuing to do what I'm doing and living my life, but maybe helping others kind of incorporate, incorporate a more active and healthier lifestyle, a more productive and mindful lifestyle, um, you know, into their lives. And basically, um, you know, that's where kind of the idea of Conquer Coalition came together. And Conquer Coalition is the name, as you know, of um, my new coaching business. And basically, um, it's been, you know, basically launched it a couple months ago and essentially the idea behind it is to help to help others basically grow into their potential and kind of using fitness as a vehicle of this um, because I believe that you know 
when you dial in your fitness, um, basically, you know, whether that's lifting weights, whatever your goals are, whether that's lifting weights, whether that's, you know, going on runs, kind of hitting yoga sessions more regularly, stretching, um, just the whole picture, you know, your food, what are you putting in your body? Are you drinking enough water? Um, are you getting enough sleep? All of these things that kind of contribute to a healthier mindset, healthier lifestyle, um, healthier self-belief, um, just a healthier, um, healthier kind of view of your, your yourself. Basically, all these things contribute to living into your potential because it allows for space to be like, wait a second, look at all these trips, look at all these changes that I've made within myself. Look at, I, I'm kind of liking the way I look right now. You know, I, I, I think that, um, you know, I'm feeling better because of, because of all the sleep I'm getting, you know, the food that I'm putting in my body is a little bit better. You know, I'm just feeling better. Like what, what, you know, what more is out there for me to do? What do I want? You know, and I want others to start to have these thoughts where, you know, they're, they're improving themselves. They're kind of dialing in their fitness, you know, eating a little bit better, feeling better energy, getting themselves into a better headspace. And so that they can, you know, then start to take on the next thing and be like, okay, my potential, you know, I see, I see it's a little bit, a little bit higher than I thought it was, you know, what is it that I want? You know, what do I want to do? Kind of helping others like come to that conclusion that like, we've got a lot of potential, all of us, we can do some freaking cool things, you know? And so, um, you know, whatever, whatever people's goals may be, I want to help them um, kind of come to terms with what they want for themselves, help them kind of dial in the fitness aspects, get their mentality kind of dialed in, um, incorporate habits of self-discipline and basically help propel people forward to live better lives to then, you know, inspire others to do the same. And it can just be a whole ripple effect. And so, you know, I want to help, I want to help people one-on-one, -on -one, you know, with, with their mindset, with their fitness, whatever they want to do. Um, but I also want to create a community around it where, you know, it's, it's people holding each other to, you know, a higher standard to, to, to be the best felt, their best version of themselves and to lead by example so that they can be leaders in their own lives and to, you know, really show themselves what it's like to, to be that, that version of themselves that they know they can be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, we appreciate you and yes, it's, it's so perfect. I was thinking about, yeah, like this is this guy actually recently just like took a huge leap and moved to moved himself in, in like halfway through the country, I guess it is. Yeah. Pretty much like halfway over. Um, and that is such a huge leap. And I guess like, can you walk us through like maybe, um, those initial months or, um, like a year before. And because I just remember seeing you starting, like, I guess like maybe a year or two before, like starting to like, you were just like reading all these like powerful books and like um, just really like investing in yourself and you were sharing with people what you had read and you were already starting this transformation into sharing with others this incredible journey that you've been on. Um, can you walk us through like, yeah, how you even got to Austin to this point? Like, what was that like yeah, jump yeah. like? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I guess it's kind of like walking, walking through that a little bit, kind of going year or two back. Um, you know, so it's so it's interesting, you know, a lot of, a lot of the times when, um, when I feel 
Let's see. A lot of the times when I when I kind of dig a little bit deeper or a lot deeper and you know ask myself the real questions of what it is that I truly want and what it is that I believe that I'm here for. Um, a lot of those times are when you know I might be going through like a breakup or something like that, and I and I and I kind of get you know I find myself feeling very very down, very dark, and it's like um, it's interesting how you know the end of like a relationship or something like that can, can kind of kind of put you in a spot where you're questioning your life and, and your values. And you're like, wait a second. I thought this was like that, but it's not like that. And so now I got to look at things a whole different way. And so you know, let's just say I had a couple little, little, you know, little ends to things here and there um, when I was living in Virginia. And that had me really kind of looking at myself and looking at what I was doing with my life and where I was headed. And one thing that I did know about myself is I was always hungry for growth. I was always hungry for expansion. Um, I think, you know, maybe six, seven years ago, I, I started kind of reading, you know, self-development books. And I remember there was one book um, specifically, it's called The Ultimate Secrets of Total Self-Confidence by Robert Anthony. And this one kind of cracked me open. Um, and it was really interesting. I remember sitting there reading different concepts related to um, just kind of, you know, how our thoughts are so impactful and our focus um, kind of brings about our reality and it can truly transform our life if we kind of shift our focus onto the things that we want, whereas instead of focusing on what we don't want, things like that. Um, and by you know, slowly reading books like this and taking on new material, I was like, wait a second. Okay. Like I'm onto something here. And then I, I was like, wait, do, does everyone know this stuff? Like, does everyone know the power of the minds? Um, and I, and I realized that no, not everyone does. And so um, the more I read about these things, the more I read about these concepts of, of the power of belief, the power of kind of um, programming the subconscious mind, the power of um, positive affirmations, the power of, um, you know, really just raising our vibration, things like that, um, the more I felt inclined to kind of share that kind of thing. And I think I was very hesitant to share that kind of thing with others for a while, um, you know, especially after I read that first book. Um, and it wasn't until maybe, like you said, a couple of years ago that I started to, uh, you know, through just like Instagram, like kind of, you know, sharing little things like that. And um, others, you know, others started to really pick up on it. And you know, enjoyed that kind of thing and, and, and wanted to learn more. And so, you know, I, I thought like, okay, like I'm, I'm doing something here that might be, you know, kind of impacting helping others just by sharing, um, you know, different self-development resources, you know, a page of, of an insightful quote from this book or something like that. And so little by little, I just started, you know, taking on more and more in terms of self-development really, you know, started meditating daily and, and, um, you know, really just focusing on grounding myself and, you know, what can I do to, to kind of hone in that self-development aspect of things. And basically from there, um, from there, it just kind of transformed. And, you know, I, I've got this passion for, for building an empowering mindset. And um, it's, it's always a work in progress every day. Every day I have to get up and, or I get to get up uh, every day I, I get up and it's like, some days, you know, you're feeling it, you're feeling great. But a lot of days I get up and it's like, I have to ground myself and, and remember, you know, remember all the blessings that are here in this life, because 
you know, like I said, I've had, I've had a lot of dark times. I've been through dark times in my life. And sometimes when I wake up, it's, you know, that is, that is the default. And so, you know, what I like to do is meditate first thing in the morning and that helps ground me. Um, sorry to go back to your original kind of your, your original question. Like, um, yeah, like, like I started getting more involved in, in kind of self-development. Um, you know, it was taking my fitness a little bit to the next level. I started seeing these changes within myself and I wanted to share and help others kind of grow. Um, and from there, really what kind of, what kind of set me to, to make this, this leap to move to Austin, um, you know, kind of going back to that whole, like, you know, the end of a relationship, the end of like a breakup can kind of set us on a whole new trajectory. Um, I had, you know, I had something ends like about a year ago, uh, you know, yeah, about a year ago, like last January, um, that really just had me questioning some things, you know, it ended and I felt, you know, like something had kind of been like rips for me and it wasn't even that significant of a relationship. I don't think it was so much the relationship. I think it was more about what I needed to figure out within myself um, to truly move forward, living a content and happy life. Um, and so that really had me questioning some things because, you know, like I said, I'd been reading the self-development. I, I was like, wait, I thought I had like some things figured out. And um, all of a sudden it was like, shit got turned around. And I was like, wait, I have a lot more to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of set me on a little bit of a path for, you know, a couple months where I really had to dig deep and kind of question some things and figure out like, like, wait a second, am I on the path that I want to be on? You know, is, is this job that I'm working? Is this the city that I'm living in what I truly want? And I couldn't answer that with a yes, you know, with a, with a definitive yes. And so that got me thinking like, okay, if I didn't care about what others were thinking about me, if I didn't care about what my family expected of me, if I didn't care about what my friends expected of me, if I only pay attention to what I truly want and what I desire, um, what would that look like? And so, you know, it took some time. It took some time. I had to work through that, but eventually I came to the conclusion that, you know, I wanted to move. And so, you know, I, one day, like I, I was on the phone with a friend and he brought up, you know, Austin, Texas, just kind of like, you know, we we're talking over possibilities and that felt right. You know, all of a sudden I just knew. And, um, I think sometimes in our lives, like we, we, we're presented with certain ideas or thoughts or possibilities or opportunities. And if you have something like that, like cross your minds, like an idea or a vision or something you hadn't considered before. And all of a sudden it's like, that feels right. And you can just feel it within yourself. Like that intuitive feeling. That's like a sign that it's like, that is something for you. That's an opportunity for you to go, you know, you want to go down that route. You want to go down that path. And so for me, you know, leaving, leaving Virginia was probably one of the hardest things that I've had to do. Um, leaving my absolute best friends um, behind. I mean, leaving, you know, community, leaving, um, you know, band that I that I love so much, and I'm happy to still, you know, get have some involvement with. But it was tough. It was. It's like a whole new beginning. You know, it's like all right, we're about to we're about to start over a little bit. We're about to dive into some new things. We're about to get uncomfortable, and it's coming whether we like it or not. And so, you know, made the move and. Um, Honestly, I couldn't be happier with it. I love it here. And I mean, yeah, think, things have been things have been really good and it's been a challenge. It's a challenge every day, you know, but but uh yeah, I think it's been a beautiful journey, a beautiful start to a journey. Yeah. It it really feels like that from an outsider's perspective. I I can we can see you like 
truly like blossoming and it feels like it's, it feels like a very special place for you to be at least right now in, in this time in your life, it really is so important. Like you were saying, like when you feel these nudges, follow them, trust them and like full body, like just lean in and cause you don't know where it could take you, but it could take you to like the most amazing journey of your life. It could take you to that yeah. next step that just is like, holy crap, what have I been missing? <laughs> like it's been here all this time. Um, and obviously everything before is just so divine and happening just as it should be too. Um, but yeah, those leaps, those leaps are so important for us to take and really hold as sacred. And yeah, I'm speaking of like the podcast as radically loving and I just truly that is one of those things, like that radical thing that you did that not many people do. A lot of people stay in their towns. Some people don't leave the country. You know, there's these things and really this taking that leap, following your heart, trusting your intuition. I believe that is this like radical version of loving yourself one. And then two, just like this journey that you're taking other people on being the example is such a radical journey to also just like hold that vision for other people. So we appreciate you for being that for people, because we need these higher, um, not higher, like in like level, but like I like to call them expanders, people that are around us that it's like, okay, like their life, like not that it has to be perfect, but they're doing things that I want to do in my life. I want to feel brave enough to leave my state or what, you know, whatever it is yeah. in your heart, like watching people in front of you doing the thing is so important yes. and having those examples. It's so powerful. So thank you for it being is. an expander for people. Cause I, I'm sure you are, I know you are. So yeah, thank you. Oh, I appreciate that, Lauren. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So before we get into the rapid fire, I want to know, is there a specific time in your life that sticks out as the most impactful? You've shared some very impactful moments. So um, if that, if that's like that, then obviously like, yes, <laughs> like that makes a lot of sense, but is, is there anything else that comes to mind or? Yeah. So other, other than kind of what we talked about, you know, kind of the, the death of my family members and then um okay there's there's yeah but I mean there's the move move to Austin was absolutely yeah. impactful um there's one one thing that I did a, a few years ago I'd say maybe two two or three years ago now um and you know it, it's something called uh called 75 hard I don't know if you know what that is you've heard of that yeah. um but it's something it's something that I did and that I had wanted to do for a little while really kind of a, a program it's it's called program based around mental toughness um program created by um, a guy named Andy Frisella and basically you know, I'll give you the rundown but it's essentially designed to to cultivate um to further cultivate the the kind of the qualities of self-discipline and mental fortitude and, and grit and resilience within yourself and and these are these are ideas and, and concepts and values that I you know like like kind of been, I've been mentioning I, I've been I've been interested in you know in terms of self-development and um, I got to a point where I was just I wanted things for myself but I didn't know how to go about getting them and I didn't understand why I felt the way I did and I and I felt lost and lost in my habits that weren't weren't serving me lost in you know not doing things for myself but doing things for other people because I thought that that's what they wanted for me and I was just like, you know what? 
if this is going to help me transform my mindset and help me move forward in my life, like what the hell, let's give it a shot. And I was scared to, to start this program. Um, and basically it's, you know, 75 days uh, without compromise. You, you work out two times a day, you drink a gallon of water, you read 10 pages of a book, take a progress picture, you stick to a certain, you know, a certain eating program, um, nutrition schedule. And 75 days, um, I, I feel like my mindset absolutely transformed. And I realized that there was a whole new level within me and there was a whole new level um, or there's just an unlimited amount of levels within us that we can reach. Um, the mind, the mind is a tricky, tricky animal because it's always going to be telling us to, you know, to take it easy, to stop, to, to, you know, that, you know, that we've had enough, that we, we don't need to do this, this thing that we said we were going to do. And um, you know, while it's important to, to kind of, you know, be to absolutely to be kind to ourselves, I also believe that we must overcome that voice inside of our heads um, because it's going to want to stop us from, from getting outside of the comfort zone that holds back holds us back from reaching our true potential and living into our potential. And that's what that program taught me. It's taught me to overcome the voice in my head that was telling me to shrink into your comfort zone, just based off of all my past experiences. Um, and it showed me that, that I can be me, that I can just be me. I can do whatever the, the fuck I wanna do. I can say what I wanna say, whatever feels right to me is what I can do. Um, and I don't think I had, I had that feeling, you know, before going to that program. And so I really owe a lot to, to doing that. And it's something that I'm going to continue to do. I actually plan to, to do it again this upcoming year, just to, you know, to elevate even further. And so that is one kind of transformative um, moment in my life. You know, this first couple months of 2020, where I, where I kind of decided to, to commit to, elevating my life for those 75 days. It's crazy how, you know, two and a half months, you can really kind of transform your life by doing something like that, by committing to something that is important to you and enticing to you to, you know, to take on, to challenge yourself with, and to just commit to do it, to it, and to do it, you know, even if it feels, even if it feels very uncomfortable, even if it feels like you want to give up. It's like going through those moments and going and doing things like that is truly what cultivates resilience and like I said the the qualities of like grit and and fortitude it's it's like they go hand in hand by overcoming that inner voice absolutely it's it's really something yeah it's so important for us to cultivate and just yeah it's also that that ego that wants to come in and we want to befriend the ego you know we we know that it's trying to keep us safe and it's trying to protect us but at the same time it's like i've got this <laughs> and i'm safe because i'm held by my my angels i'm held by my body my body can you know like actually probably go further than my the mind right like you 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 know that and so it's, it's really powerful. I find that whenever I do the challenges of my own, like yoga challenges, or I'm just trying to like do yoga for 30 days plus straight. And I know those days where if I don't pick it up or if I don't do it, I know like I didn't benefit myself. I didn't even like serve myself in the way because I know the, 
like how much it does for me. And anytime I do it and I commit to it and I just get it in, even if it's 10 minutes, if I do any little bit, if I do it at all, I feel a thousand times more better than I would have if I hadn't. So it's, it really is worth committing to and yeah, whatever the challenge is. Yeah. Allowing yourself to go there. It's, it's crucial. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like you said, it's like you, you, you do the thing and you realize like, Oh, I feel, I feel really good that I did that, you know? And that's especially when your when your mind is kind of holding you back and you do it anyways. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to a podcast not too long ago and someone mentioned like the three, two, one method. Like if you're like sitting on the couch and you're just like going back and forth with yourself and you're like, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? And you literally go three, two, one. And like, it kind of like, or just like Ben's been doing one, <laughs> one. like one. just, oh. just stand up. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. So yeah, whatever you can do to just like, just do it, just do it. You won't regret it. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's, it's important. So we're here. We're at the rapid fire portion. Let's go. So what lights you up? What lights me up? Um, lights me up is, is, is new experience. Honestly, new experience lights me up. Um, especially when it's something that, you know, I, I'd say that I'm a little bit more introverted by nature. And so it's easy for me to, you know, to, to sit back and, and just want to stay in and, and withdraw. But it's like, when I say yes to new experience and, and I enjoy that experience, I'm always like, damn, that was so much fun. I'm so glad I did that. Like, I want to do that again. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's awesome. What are your favorite daily practices? And I always like to preface, like, obviously, like, days change. We do things every day, maybe different. But if, if there's some things that you could do every day, want to do every day, like commit to every day, what are those practices? Yeah. Yeah. So one, like I already mentioned, is just daily meditation. Um, and I find myself resisting that sitting down for 10 minutes and meditating. I find it, I resist it almost every time, but it, like, like we're saying, like every time I just sit down and I do it, I, you know, I personally like to use Headspace, the app, um, 10 minutes after that, I'm just like, I feel so much more grounded and so much clearer. And I feel like my whole perspective of my day ahead just changed. And so, so that's very important to me. And I, I like to do it first thing upon waking up just to kind of get myself into a, a you know, a productive headspace where, you know, my thoughts are spiraling and I'm not, you know, going down a rabbit hole of thoughts and emotions. And it's just really that, that practice of, of sitting there and, and grounding and becoming kind of one with your environment, with your breath and, you know, letting the thoughts come and go. That's, that's, I think it's an extremely important practice. And I feel like, you know, I feel like it's something that everyone can really benefit from some, some, some form of meditation, I feel like is a very, is a very um, solid practice to have. Um, but on top of that meditation um, for me, reading, I, I love reading, um, like I've said, like self-development books, um, like a couple that I'm reading right now. Let's see. I've got Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I'm just kind of in attacking that little by little. I've got one called Embrace the Suck by a, by a Navy SEAL, Brent Gleason. So I like, I just love like picking up a few books that kind of give me different insights, different, different mindsets. Um, 
and just kind of taking that productive mindset into my day-to-day life. I think that's very powerful. Um, on top of that, some form of exercise. Um, like I said, I love lifting weights. And so that's kind of a key part of my day. Um, I prefer to lift like five days a week. And the other days I like to do some kind of like jog or just a walk outside, just some kind of activity. Um, you know, I think that's so super beneficial in terms of helping clear the mind, just get us feeling good, getting us feeling, you know, synced up mind and body. It's just a very, very great, great practice to get into. It's just getting that movement in, you know. Um, other than that, I, I would say like um, something I've been starting to do recently more and more is just uh, taking a cold shower. Um, basically, at the end of my shower, I'll just turn to turn to freezing cold as for as long as I want to sit standing there for, and uh, a little bit further than that because first instinct is just to get out of there. You know, it's like the last thing you want to do in a hot shower is is to um, turn it cold and then just stand there. But you know, that's it's it's another way to kind of build up some of that mental resilience. And you know, the more you can just stand there and be like, okay, this sucks, I want to get out, and you just do it anyways. It's like that type of of kind of discipline within your mind, it carries over into different activities. You know, when you, when you, when you don't necessarily want to, um, to, you know, do that assignment or to, or to get that task done or to, you know, to, to make the call, it it helps you to kind of make that little push to like, okay, like, I don't really feel like it. I'm going to do it anyways. So cold showers are great. Um, and then also, also just, writing down things that you're grateful for. I like to do just, just three things and kind of expand on it, you know, like for example, like today I'm, I'm grateful that I get to get on my friend Lauren's awesome podcast. And, um, I'm grateful for, um, you know, the words that will flow through me and, and, you know, hopefully I'll have some, some insightful things to say that will, um, help give some others, you know, some, some good ideas to take into their life. So things like that, like, I think it's important to, to, you know, to do things like practice gratitude, writing out gratitude statements. It's also, we want to not just go through the motion of it, but we want to really feel into it, expand on it a little bit. Like, why are you grateful for this thing? Um, and how does it make you feel? And, and how does it impact you and others in your life? So gratitude practices is also a fantastic thing to have and something that's, that's important to me. Yeah, it's, it's so every day, anytime I'm practicing it, even if I don't write it down and I'm practicing it like in my meditation or something, it's, it really sets the stage and it just, you know, brings you back. Like, it's like kind of like that pinch. It kind of brings you back and you're like, yeah, like I'm here, like I'm, I'm on earth, I'm living and like, there's life, like (laughs) there's life out here and it's like time for me to like live it and enjoy it and be grateful for what I have. And I'm also reading Think and Grow Rich. <laughs> it's, it's super masculine for me, but I, I just like remove all the masculine sides of it. And I'm just like, I'm in it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's for everyone. There's it's super dated, but I also think that it's super ahead of its time for being written in 1937. Yeah. <laughs> it's powerful. Yeah. It's a powerful book. It is. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool one. I'm just like getting through it real slow. It's a, yeah. kind of a slow read for me. Yeah. Just one page at a time. So yeah, that, that's what I was going <laughs> to ask next was what you, what you're reading. So those are the two books you're reading. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. I can all, yeah. So, so right now I'm kind of in between a few. Okay. So I, I've got, you know, things grow rich. Um, so I'll preface this with sometimes I like to have kind of a, a collection of, of different books that I'm reading, um, you know, when it comes to self-development, I like to have one that's, um, 
maybe a little bit more practical, something, um, you know, something that's, that talks about, you know, the power of thought and, and kind of gives you like action steps on how to, how to incorporate this into your life, you know, think and grow rich. Um, but I also like to have something that's a little bit more, a little bit more gritty, something that, something that really outlines principles of discipline, right? Because, because, you know, self-discipline is kind of a daily thing. And, and if we don't kind of sharpen the sword of self-discipline, like that, that skill, that, that attribute can slip within us and we find ourselves um, going down, going down a path that we might not want to. And so keeping up with a book, um, really, like I said, embrace the suck right now. I think the, the title says it all, um, which kind of helps me keep, keep sharp, you know, and, 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 you know, be like, wait a second. I, I, you know what, I, I don't necessarily want to do these things, but you know what, I know they're going to bring me, um, you know, they're, they're going to contribute to my life. And I know that um, by moving forward with, you know, whatever, whatever I've got ahead of me in this day and doing it to the best of my ability, I know that that is going to, uh, you know, to be beneficial for whatever reason. And so having something like that is always great. And I like to have something else that's a little bit, um, maybe more focused around, around like healing around, um, around, you know, kind of more, more spiritual side of things. And, um, I'm reading a book called letting go, um, a pathway to surrender. I can't remember the author. I want to say it's David Hawkins. And that's also a fantastic book. Um, something that I've honestly, I've always had, you know, a little bit of trouble with is just like dealing with emotions. I think a lot of people kind of deal with that. And that, that book in particular is, is fantastic for how to, how to deal with emotions. So um, I'm really loving that one too. Those are awesome. Awesome reads. I'm going to have to yeah. add that one to my list. <laughs> I always have a list of books going and I also have multiple books going. I think it's, there's just something about also like just intuitively grabbing something that you feel like you need in that moment. Also, it's just really, exactly really nice to have options. So yeah, totally agree with that. Multiple yeah. book club for sure. <laughs> Do you know your sun, moon, and rising? If you do, share. I don't believe I do. Or you may, <laughs> you may have you may have told me before what mine was, and I'm not sure if I remember. We'll have to figure it out. Do you at least know like your main sign, your sun? Scorpio. Scorpio. All right, cool. So you got water. We'll have to find out the next fire. We will. Fire. We will. Probably some earth. I feel like you have some grounded energy in general. You probably okay. have a lot of earth. <laughs> You're probably like okay. water and earth. Whereas I'm water okay. and fire and I'm not grounded at all. <laughs> yeah. okay. So anytime I have someone that's on my podcast, that's very grounded. Like I can feel it. Cause I'm like, I need that. So thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate that. I yes. appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and do you know your life path number by chance? I also think this is something we may have gone over. I, I, I can't remember exactly what you, what, what we, what we figured it out, what That's it was. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'll, we'll find it out maybe after, and I will add it to the show notes or actually yes. I'll, I'll add it to the intro and I'll be like, just so you guys know, this is this, and this. <laughs> yeah, do that. That would, that'd be fantastic. We'll add it. Perfect. And I'll, I'll also ask you your human design, but that's, that's like way further. That's like beyond most people don't know it. If you don't know your astrology, you probably don't know your human design. So I don't think that I do, but, but yeah. I would love to, I would love to chat more about this and, yes. and figure it all out. Yeah. No, you'll love it. You'll love it when we do. Cool. What, what color most represents you today? Um, a nice kind of teal, teal blue turquoise. Um, 
maybe a, a cyan is that how you say it nice yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I love like a nice like shade of blue green nice. um yeah something about it like yeah. calm but also like a little like like bright like energy yeah yeah, yeah. cool absolutely What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of radically loving? First things comes to mind is, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier, is, is taking those leaps of faith for yourself um, when they feel right and it might be scary and it might, you know, all these thoughts about how, you know, how challenging it might be. And what if this happens? What if that happens? But then going ahead and doing it anyway, because you know that it's something that will contribute to you know, just a positive evolution of yourself. Um, I think that is, that is radically lovely. It's taking those, those big leaps on your journey to be that, that version of you that you know you can be. Because um, we've all got that within us. And, and saying yes to the things that, that we truly feel is right for us and our path, that, that is some powerful shit. And uh, that, that is, I think, what radically loving means. Yeah. And then the ripple effects that it takes on the people around us. It's, it's, yeah. It's a beautiful thing and it's powerful. Yeah. When, you know, when you make those changes in your life and, and you're, you know, you're kind of you know showing others what, what you're doing and, and, you know, the right people will pick up on that. And whether you know it or not, they'll, they'll start to, to want to, you know, to, to be a little bit better, to, to improve a little bit, to, to make those changes in their lives, to figure things out for themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's an amazing thing because then they might do the same thing and, and help someone else. And it's just like a beautiful chain of events could, could blossom because you're simply leading by example and, and doing what's best for you and, and kind of, you know, helping others see what that looks like. Yeah. yeah. So it's so true. So powerful. So as we close out, what is in the realm of possibilities for you and then like the next six months to come and like, what can we expect from Phil? Yeah, next six months, uh, I'm just going to continue really kind of building, building Conquer Coalition and expanding and, and you know, helping people and, and, you know, really figuring out what that looks like in terms of what I'm doing to, to make sure that I'm, you know, giving people what they need because you know, this is all very new for me and uh, as it is for the, the people that I'm working with. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the guys that I'm working with now because they've been patient, you know, working through the initial systems that we're getting in place, but I wanted it to expand. I wanted to, you know, to grow and, and create that ripple effect that we're talking about. Um, and, you know, in terms of other things, like just continuing to, to, to grow in terms of community here in Austin, Texas, there's so many great people here so many great opportunities like I can just feel it and so it's like I want to put myself out there even more um, continue to meet more people um, say yes to more things that um, contribute to growth myself and the people that I love um, in addition to that like um, I honestly like that that first bodybuilding show the I, I absolutely fell in love with it and I think that's something that I'm gonna continue doing and just keep working on that because it's just uh it's, it's like an incredible thing to kind of take on for yourself and puts you through like almost like a gauntlet that you come out the other side of it and you're like, wow, that, that felt amazing. And it's like, uh, like I said, you know, it just takes you to a whole new level of potential within yourself. And I think that's, that's really the key there is, um, you know, whatever that looks like, I'm going to continue working to, to 
live into my potential and to help others do the same and see, you know, what this life has offered because I think there's just so many beautiful things that we can all experience if we're just open to it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And we wish you the best of luck and love. We're sending you love on all these endeavors. And yeah, we're just so grateful for the work that you're doing with everyone. And yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm grateful. I'm just sending you, beaming you light on these next few months to come. And hopefully we will be visiting you soon. So yeah, yes, that's also yes. will be very fun. Um, but where can people find you and support you and just follow along on your journey? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm on Instagram mostly like my, my handle is at the Fipster T H E P H I P S T E R. It's actually, that was my, my first AOL screen name when I was like, I don't even know, like 11 years old or whatever. Um, so just kind of kept that, but, uh, I'm on there a lot. Um, probably the best place to reach me so yeah well thank you so much i will also add this all to the show notes and we'll get all his details as well added into the intro thank you so much phil for being on radically loving thank you so much Laura. it was great being on here and truly appreciate you it's amazing what you're doing and uh, i admire what you're doing with the podcast i think that is a leap of faith in itself. And um, that is that is exactly what we're talking about. You're, you're radically loving. It's a perfect name for the podcast. That's, you know, taking that leap and doing this and and just, you know, putting yourself out there. It's, it's amazing and it's inspiring for me. And I'm as I'm saying, like, I'm sure it's inspiring for many others. You thank are creating you. ripple effects, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Send you guys so much love. Bye-bye.